Hello, and welcome to I Am A Shifter. I am your host and shiftologist, Rochelle Scott, and we are in shift three, from becoming to being. Shift three, from becoming to being. It's time to move from transition to crossover. You've been living in the place of becoming, but it is time to release the fear and simply be. Be who God says you are. Do what God told you to do. Say what God has told you to say. Oftentimes, we live in the place of becoming. When I look up becoming, the definition says the process of coming to be something or passing into a state. Oftentimes, we say things like, I'm becoming all that God wants me to be. I'm becoming the best version of myself. But this is the season that we will no longer use that language. This season, our language shifts from becoming to being. You see, according to Webster, being is simply existence. Being is the nature or essence of a person. You see, when God created you, and formed you and predestined you, you were already you. Everything, hallelujah, everything that you need is already within. It just must be birthed out or brought to the surface. So being is your existence, your life, your reality. Being is your soul, your spirit, your nature, your essence, your substance. Many of us have not figured out who we are because we keep trying to become a version of ourselves that does not exist. Some of us are trying to become a version of us that in our minds we feel as if we should be. But Jeremiah 29 verse 11, which is where we're grounding our shift in today, says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. You see, we often quote this well-known scripture because it is a scripture that we use to explain or to encourage ourselves rather out of tough situations, right? And it's a way that we encourage our inner man to say the Lord predestined us. The Lord planned for us. The Lord did all of these things and he does not want us to go through hardships. But that indeed is not what this scripture is speaking to. For you see, Jeremiah the prophet was in Jerusalem at this time and many of those from Jerusalem had been captured and taken to Babylon, including the king the queen, the government leaders, and all the skilled laborers and craftsmen, and also those from Judah had been taken. And so what was happening was they were in Babylon, and while in Babylon, there were prophets along with them that kept saying that the Lord was going to destroy Babylon. The Lord was going to deliver them from Babylon, and and they kept proclaiming that. But Jeremiah, who was still in Jerusalem, as the voice of the Lord, sent a letter and said to them, that is false prophets. That is not the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is you will be stuck in Babylon. You will be in exile. He said that the word of the Lord is that you're going to have to deal 
with being in the place of in your infirmity, in the place of your captivity, in the place of your prison. But this is the message from the God of angels, armies, Israel, God, to all of the exiles. He said, build houses and make yourselves at home. Put in gardens and eat what grows in the country. Marry and have children. That is coming from Jeremiah 29, verse four through six in the message translation. He said, encourage your children to marry and have children so that you'll thrive in that country and not waste away. He said, make yourselves at home there and work for the country's welfare. He even told them, pray for Babylon's well-being. For if things goes well for Babylon, things will go well for you. And yes, he said, believe it or not, this is God's message. So don't let all those so-called preachers and know-it-alls who are all over the place there take you in with their lives. Don't pay any attention to the fantasies. They keep coming up with to please you. They're a bunch of liars. They're preaching lies and claiming I sent them. I never sent them. Believe me, God's decree. I'm still reading in Jeremiah 29. And then in verse 10, he says, this is God's word on the subject. As soon as Babylon's 70 years are up and not a day before, I'll show up and take care of you as I promised. And I'll bring you back home because I know what I'm doing. This is verse 11. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future that you hope for. And then in verse 12, he says, when you call on me, when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. You may be saying, Rochelle, what does this have to do with from becoming to being? You see, in this specific chapter of the Bible, if those who had been in captivity had continued to listen to the false prophets, the false preachers of their time, and if they had continued to believe that the Lord was going to tear down the walls of Babylon and release them from captivity during those 70 years, they would have continued to become. They would have said, they kept, they would have kept saying, when we get out of here, we're going to do this. And when the Lord delivers us, we're going to do this. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, God's decree to them was, no, I'm not bringing you out of captivity. But while in captivity, I know what I think towards you and I know what I'm doing. So in the place of captivity, I need you to be I need you to be, I need you to build, I need you to create, I need you to marry, I need you to plant, I need you to thrive, and I need to play for your captors, pray for your captors, hallelujah, pray for them, because if they are well, then you will be well and prosper, hmm, isn't that something, isn't that something, that God was telling them, even while you are in captivity, I need you to be who I called you to be. So many of us have been in a place of struggling with where God has positioned us. If we look at it from a national perspective, and we are in the middle of a pandemic, we're in the middle of chaos, we're in the middle of racism, we're in the middle of a culturally insensitive society, we're in the middle of what people call right, wrong, and wrong, right. And many Christians are sitting there saying, oh, we're just waiting on the Lord to return. We're waiting on the Lord to take us on to heaven. And God is saying, no, I don't want you to wait to become 
what I've called you to be when I come and retrieve you and take you to eternity because that defeats the purpose. I need you to be in the land that I have placed you. I need you to be a light in the midst of the chaos. For the word says that ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. Well, how can we be the light if we're too busy waiting to become? My goodness. Many of you are in marketplace arenas and you feel like you have been stifled. You feel like you've been stuck. Some of you are on jobs and God has told you to move. He's told you to start the business. He's told you to step out of your comfort zone as we talked about in our last session. However, you have been disobedient. And God says, it is no longer time to become. Be what I've called you to be, even without all of the pieces, even without even understanding it all. Be who I've called you to be because I have called you to be a world changer. I've called you to break the back of the enemy. I've called you to be a curse breaker. My God, be. God is telling us to be because here's the thing. God's thoughts have already manifested in our creation. So he's already thought towards us that he will prosper us and he will make things well for us if we be what he has called us to be, if we do what he has called us to do. So what are you waiting on? Write the book, do the podcast, launch the business, launch the nonprofit, begin the ministry, be who God has called you to be. The earth is groaning and waiting in expectation for the sons and daughters to arise. Why are you sleeping? Why are you waiting to exist? We need for you to be. Be what God has called you to be, people of God. Let the essence of God begin to permeate through you in your jobs, in your families, in your careers, in your ministry. Let the substance that has been placed on the inside of you no longer be stifled and be everything that God has called you to be. You know, another part of this chapter in Jeremiah 29, 11 was after Jeremiah told them that the Lord was going to prosper them in their place of captivity. He also sent a word to those who were still in Judah and Jerusalem. Because you see, they had become high-minded. They had become full of themselves and stiff-necked and stuffed up with pride because they felt privileged. They felt like, oh, well, we weren't taken captive. So God must really love us. And so those who were in captivity had begun to believe that lie. And so Jeremiah said, oh, no. He said, let me warn you, those of you who are still in Judah, still in Jerusalem. He said, the Lord has moved his presence from you. (laughs) And he said that you are going to experience the judgment of God because you have turned away from God's precepts. You have been seducing the people of the Lord with lies and you have been preaching rebellion unto the Lord. You see, this is what's happening in our society. We have those who have embraced the system of legalism, embraced the system of religion, 
embrace the system of church and they're still trying to become. They have decided we want to become what is popular. We want to become what is financially secure. We want to become what tickles the ears of many. And God has written Ichabod on them. He's turned his back. So I encourage you, do not be weary in well-doing. And do not be confused by what appears to be a form of godliness. Please become. I'm sorry, don't become. Please be what God has called and destined you to be. From becoming to being. Shift three. Let's pray. Father God, I bless you on today. I give you glory, honor, and praise. I thank you, Lord, that you know what you're doing and you know the plans that you have for your people. I thank you that you will prosper us. You will not harm us and you will give us a hope and a future, even in the place of captivity, even in the place that does not appear to be prosperous. I thank you that God we are no longer stuck in transition we're no longer stuck in becoming but God we have crossed over to being we have crossed over to accepting and embracing the essence that you have placed on the inside the substance that you have placed on the inside we thank you God for our spirit and our soul and our bodies coming into alignment God, we decree and declare that we will no longer live in the place of becoming. We will no longer live in the place of what ifs and when I get there. But Lord, we will step out on faith. We will release the fear. For your word says you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So we will no longer dim our lights. We will no longer dumb dumb down who we are, God, but we will be who you say we are for we are who God says we are God we will do what you said for us to do please forgive us on today we repent we repent for not saying what you have told us to say we repent for lending our ears to false teachers and false prophets and the naysayers and we decree from this day forward we will be who you said we are We are the lender and not the borrower. We are above and not beneath. Hallelujah. And we thank you, God, that the declarations concerning everything in our life shall come to pass. For you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you shall repent. If you said it, you will bring it to pass. And so, God, we thank you for this shift on today. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And amen. Go with God on today. I am your shiftologist, Rochelle Scott, from becoming to being. Be blessed.